This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to Faith in the Zone. A show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Cause I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody, all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern again, flying solo this week. I can tell you that Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, I believe will join me next week for Faith in the Zone and really looking forward to having him back. So our special guest, you know, a kind of a, a theme here. Um, we, we, two weeks ago, uh, we had Aaron Womack Jr., Milwaukee guy doing great things in the city of Milwaukee uh, this week. Dre Norwood, assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, Milwaukee guy. He's a former Pergolder. I'll tell you what, not only did Washington High School do good things for him in school, but man, he met a girl his freshman year. He's still hanging out with her. And I love that story. Dre, how you doing today? How's it going? Man, it's good to see you. Good to meet you. I can't believe we have not met before. We kind of run in some of the same circles a little bit. Everything happens for a reason, so it was our time today. Amen to that. We're both Milwaukee guys, uh, born and raised. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about your upbringing and uh, how you ended up as an assistant coach over at Wisconsin Lutheran. In fact, this is year two for you, and football has been a big part of your life. It definitely has been a big part of my life. Um, you know, the funny thing is I didn't play organized football until I got to high school. Um, middle school, um, I was at a football camp at Sherman Park. Uh, Mary Ryan Boys and Girls Club, they had a football camp, and Washington High School coaching staff was actually running that football camp. So Greg Lehman and his staff were there, and um, I was playing quarterback and ripping and running. You know, I was a fast kid. I was a really fast kid. And Lehman comes up to me. He's like, son, where are you going for high school? You know, this is how Lehman talks, you know. I was like, well, I thought about going to Tech or, you know, King or uh, Washington High School. And he looked at me. He said, no. You're going to Washington. There it is. <laughs> I was like, hey, okay. <laughs> hey, hold on, Dre. I was coaching the private schools, and they said we recruit. That sounds a little bit like recruiting to me. I'll have to talk to Coach Lehman about that. <laughs> I I'm, think, I'm I think, only kidding. I think um, it was more suggestive yeah, than it was recruiting. You know what? We can, we can recommend and highly suggest, but we can't recruit is what I tell people. Good for Coach Lehman to, to, to get you to come to Washington. You know, the blessing in disguise was once I did my research on Washington, that's where my dad graduated from. That's where all my uncles graduated from. That's where my aunts on my mom's side graduated it's from. It's a family full of poor gold. Exactly. So purple and gold was already running in my veins, and it's just I needed to seal the deal. Well, good. Uh, you know what? Um, 
to thank God every once in a while you look back at different moments in your life that you don't understand how big they are until you look back. And Coach Lehman saying, come on, let's go to Washington, has been, had a huge impact on you. Very huge. And I walked in the door as a freshman, and he put me right on varsity. He was like, you're not going to play freshman, you're going to play varsity. I was the third-string quarterback, and I was the second-string outside linebacker my freshman year. And midway through my freshman year, I became the starting outside linebacker. I beat out a senior, and I became a second-string running back because I realized that the quarterback wasn't going to step away. You weren't going I, anywhere. I want to get on the field. You know, back then, as a player, you played any position that would get your clock on the field. You want me to punt? I'll punt. You want me to be a kicker? I'll kick. Kick off whatever it takes to be on that green grass because it wasn't turf back then. It was all green grass. We're going to do whatever it takes. Hey, Dre, and we're going to get back to your background and how you got to Wisconsin Luther, but do you remember um, how you were feeling the first and second and third time you got on the field as a freshman in high school in varsity football? Because now you're you're playing against men, right? You are playing, you're 13, 14 years old, maybe, playing against guys who have played, and now you're, you're playing varsity football and I don't know if there was so much talking going on in the field back then, but there is now I, where these these boys <laughs> might be saying, hey, young pup, you don't belong out here with us. Greatest story. I, I'll tell you, honestly, I was terrified. And the, the greatest example of that was we played against Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc had a fullback that was 6'3", probably 245, 250. Oh, the guy had red hair coming out of his chin strap. <laughs> and they give him the ball, and he's coming right at me. Runs me over. I, I I can tell you I felt his foot on my chest. <laughs> Ran me over <laughs> and scored. So Layman pulls me to the side on the sideline. You know, he's got me by my jersey. So, I, you know, I'm doe-eyed freshman. Like, I don't know what I was supposed to do. He's like, the next time he comes through that hole, you better stop him. And I'm like, okay, I'm more afraid of Layman. You know, then yeah. I am the fullback. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, get, he gets a little crazy. I does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the, <laughs> they, he, of course, you're going to come back towards me again. Fullback comes back towards me. He runs me over, but I grab his foot and I drag him down. That's a tackle. Perfect. That's that a tackle. tackle. I stopped him. Yep. I did my job. That's it. After that, it was like, well, he's got on pads. <laughs> I got on pads. What's the worst he can do? Run me over. I'm still going to make the tackle. I left that game with 11 tackles. Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, before we get further, I got to thank, in fact, um, Andy Riggs. Riggs from our morning show on 103.7 actually introduced us. Shout out Could, to my boy. You know what? Yeah, you uh, you are on that station every once in a while from what I'm hearing. They call you Coach. I have my own nickname. <laughs> and and um, Andy, uh, who I, I just think is really, really a good man. He's really good on the air. Um, said, hey, do you know this guy? I said, I don't. And he said, I think, and, and I haven't had these conversations with him, but I think he might be perfect for faith in the zone. And, and, and Dre, what excites me about that is, is when somebody says, look, I don't know if he's a Christian, but, but the words he uses and the way he um, carries himself, I wouldn't be surprised, so you might want to ask him, you know what that means? That means you're walking worthy, brother. That's what that means. When somebody comes to somebody else and says, "We have a, I don't know, but he's peculiar," because in the Bible, that's what is as as men, right? As Christians, we're supposed to be that. And so, I want to thank Riggs and and certainly tell you that I, I I'm very impressed with that. Where somebody that you don't know really really well and has never had the conversation, but will come to a guy like me and said 
hey, here's his number. You might want to talk to him about this. So Riggs is a good, good dude. Riggs, you know, I've been talking to Riggs in the alley for some years now as coach. And it's, now I've incorporated my children. You know, oh, cause man. That's I drive beautiful. my kids to school in the morning. So my my girls are in the car, too. And they're talking to them and everything. That's too. awesome. You know, and I, I love those guys. They're awesome. Yeah. They're just awesome people. Hey, they are. And I just want to thank Riggs for the introduction. So you end up going to Washington. Not only freshman year, you play in varsity. But you met a pretty girl freshman year, I think, didn't you? You know, the funny story is she had her sister introduce me to her. Ah. So she took interest in me before I saw her. And, you know, I'm just a knucklehead freshman trying to find my way. And all I knew at the time was I play football. You know, football season in it, the head coach says, you're going to run track. Okay, now I'm running track. Um, her sister introduces us. Now, my wife girlfriend at the time she is on the washington high school girls basketball team championship basketball team they are you know running back to backs head coach pam cruz man big time coach. like this basketball team is a juggernaut i mean the entire four years i was there they were in the playoffs and they were either going for the gold ball or the silver yeah and you know the fact that they still have that same floor come on now Come on, they've had they got to put in a nice hardwood floor in no, that no, gym, they, don't they, they? They switched the floor out. Did there's, they? there's a new floor in the they, last two years. Or yeah, what? they've redone the gym. I think maybe five years ago they got uh, a new I, floor. I don't think it's been I, five. <laughs> I don't. Freddie Riley, come on now. Yeah, I maybe it's been three because I think I was there. Maybe three years ago, I went to a game, or maybe four. You know what, Dre? You might be right. might be as many as four, but they had that same floor for a long time. Very long time. And, you know, there's history in Washington. You know, there's, there's, some, there's some old bones there that, you know, if you really look at the legacy and the history of that school, there's been some great people coming through oh there. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Talented athletes and really good people. Great, great friend of mine and my wife, Jessica Kern, you know, she coached college basketball. Right. Now she has her own Kern Foundation. Like she's doing amazing things. Her husband is the head coach of Marshall. Yeah. You know, okay. he he is a disciple of Alabama. Hey, <laughs> you know what? If and you're right, you dig you dig into some of the, the people that have come out of Washington and uh um really good. What is your wife's first name? Letitia. And you have five kids. I have five kids, four girls. Well, not one just boy. you, you and Letitia do. Uh, can she still shoot a jump shot? She, if you ask her, she'll definitely tell you she can. If she plays you in horse, who wins? Me. Really? I, you know, you can still, you can shoot a little bit. Even if she's my wife and I love her to death (laughs) and I'll do anything for her, I'm not going to lose to her. Hey, I got to tell you, I'm going to set up this game. (laughs) I might be able to sell some tickets to it because if she's listening to this show, she's shaking her head saying, boy, you can't beat me in horse. Maybe one-on-one because you might be a little stronger than I am. If, if she's as strong as you are because you got arms as big as my legs, by the way, um, <laughs> that, that's, that might be something. But she's, I, she's pretty strong. She'll probably get me with the cardio part. Man, I, look, then you're playing one-on-one full court then. Yeah, right? she'll, she'll outrun oh, me. Funny. She'll definitely outrun me. That's funny. So um, her at, at Washington and you at Washington in the same class? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. And you've been holding hands ever since. No, there's been some breakups. There has there, been, there has been yeah. many breakups. Um, freshman year, she dumped me. There you go. She said, you don't have time for me because you're so wrapped in the football. I'm like, yeah, I am. You it's know? who I am. She's my first girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, I, 
you know, um, I'm still trying to learn the game from going from playing street football uh, in the M&I Bank parking lot on 35th, right behind the 7 District yep. Police Department, sure. to now I'm putting on pads and learning. And, and how trying to, to hit some guy with red hair coming out of his It's a grown strap. man. It was a grown man. I, I, I'm telling you, this guy had a pension. How long have you guys been married? Uh, it'll be 13 years uh, the 20th. Congratulations. Of this month. Yeah. We're going uh, 34 on the 11th of this month. That's impressive. Yeah, the fact that I'm telling you, I, I always tell her that she took a run at the championship and she won, but I don't really think she believes that, and I know I don't believe that. I tell that. people all the time I hit the lottery. Yeah, uh, you know what? <laughs> like, you and I would be rooming together. It would be like the odd couple. No, we both want to be the guy that likes the sports. We are talking to Dre Norwood, assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College. It's his second year coming up. As an assistant coach, are you coaching linebackers again this year? I am. You are. But I also get to have my hand in the pot for the rush defense events. Yeah? Yeah, because that, that, that it would actually be my specialty. You know, I come from playing defensive ends. Right. Um, the defensive coordinator for Wisconsin Lutheran College is amazing. I think he might be one of the most brilliant football minds I've ever spoken to. Yeah. You know, Steve Donovan. Yep. And just listening to him talk defense in football is you you sit there like a kid in a candy store, just mouth wide open, like, oh wow, it's amazing. Hey, as a rush defensive end, you like your hand in the dirt or do you like standing? You know what? I like to think I'm ambidextrous. I like to go both ways. You do. Yeah. <laughs> depending on the on the down or depending it, it on depends the feeling. Depends on the player that I'm going up against and yeah. me studying him with film. So if I've watched at least five of his games and he's been defeated by somebody standing up and I see how they defeated him standing up, I'm going to stand up a little more. Man, this is, this is pretty technical stuff for Faith in the Zone. I'm telling you <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. We're going to get to a break. Second segment is my favorite. We're going to talk and ask Dre for his testimony. Again, Dre Norwood, he's a Milwaukee guy. He, uh, what, third segment, we're going to talk about his college career and, and, and how he ended up at Wisconsin Lutheran. And that last segment, he says he's got an answer already. I'll ask him all the uniforms he's ever put on his entire life. I can pull one out. Who does he, uh, what uniform does he uh, take out? So what team does he play for and who do they play against? We'll do that in the last segment. Again, he's Dre Norwood, assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest. He is Dre Norwood. He's an assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College. He's a Milwaukee guy. Went to Milwaukee, Washington. And we'll talk a little bit about some of uh, the things he did uh, as far as his, his playing football in college in the third segment. But, um, Dre, I, I love the fact that we had that kind of conversation we had during the break because I don't know where you were prior to uh, accepting Jesus Christ, but I would have never had that conversation with you. I would have wanted to, to have you think that I was a tough, 
you know, a basketball coach, a city guy. But, you know, we we opened up a little bit, and I appreciate your willingness uh, to do that as well. So, Coach Norwood, if I can ask you to share your testimony with us, uh, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, uh, no problem. So, for me, um, once I got into adulthood, um, I was a little reckless, a little out of control. Um, you know, it was the nightlife, the party life, the club scene. Um, I was the I was the party. I was bringing the party. You know, I had an entourage that would come with me to a club and we would party all night long. Um, I wasn't being careful. I wasn't, you know, the womanizer, all that good things. And I still had communication with Letitia from Washington High School, you know. Um, so it was the whole trying to have your cake and eat it too type of deal, you know, where I'm going to date her, but I'm going to do all this partying and stuff on the side. Yeah. And um, kids got involved. You know, now I've got a kid on the way. She still wants to talk to me. Uh, you know, I don't know why, but she still wants to talk to me. And, you know, and I, you know, I tell people when I tell this story, you know, I was a dirtbag. You know, I just wasn't a good guy to be trying to have a relationship with. And she still saw something in me. Um, another kid on the way from a different woman, you know, and um, it was it. I was blinded by my own ambition of being something I wasn't, you know, trying to be a professional player without the salary. Right. You know, so I'm getting all the accolades, all the attention all the women in my face and I don't have a dime, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but there's still this woman that's still interested in me and see something in me, you know, still communicating with me, still checking on me. And then me and her have a kid together. And it's like, man, you're busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're you know, busy, it, and you know, I'm like, okay, someone's fertile here. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> you know, no doubt. Um, no doubt. So now I've got two daughters from two different women and I've got another daughter on the way from her and I still haven't learned my lesson. And now I've got a son on the way. So now I'm going on 27 with four kids, four different women. And I had to hit the brakes. Like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What, what, what life am I setting up for myself? And now these little people that have to depend on me. Right. And then I've got this gorgeous woman, this smart, beautiful, intelligent black woman that still got her college degrees from Marquette, full scholarship. And now she's getting her master's. And am I really about to ruin her life? Yeah. Because I don't have a foundation. I don't have mine together. So she's going to church and I'm like, well, I don't want to lose her. So I'm going to go to church just to <laughs> impress her. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Hey, I've we've and, had we've had this Dre on this show that you, that's kind of how it starts, right? Yeah. And that's thank God for strong faith based women. Oh my God, Dre, I don't know where we would be, you and I. Oh, I don't. I, you know what? It it was it was her or the gutter. What church uh, was she going to? Do you remember? Monumental Missionary Baptist Church on Twenty Fourth and North Avenue. I'll be darned. Thank God for that church. And Letitia, because I look when this is what we're talking about during the break, and there are people on this show, Dre, that when they I ask for their testimony, the worst thing they ever did in their life was steal a candy bar, Mm. right? And and I envy that. I envy that. And then they say to me, guys like us, 
they kind of envy because we get to talk to people who are struggling with the same stuff maybe we struggled with. Yeah. And they haven't. And they won't talk to a guy who's never had a drink or never done any drugs in their life. They might talk to guys like you and I. And so I'm like, no, I want your, I want your background. And they're like, no, no, I want yours. Way more interesting. I stole the Milky Way one time. And I'm like, why didn't you steal the Reese's, right? But I, so that's, that's where I'm at. And now I can throw you into that, that Pastor Daryl Strawberry, Mike McGivern thing. Yeah, so my, my addiction, my drug, it wasn't drugs. It wasn't alcohol. It was women. It was women. It was definitely women. And she told me, she's like, you have a sex addiction. You have a problem. And you need to get help for that. Yeah. Or we're never going to work. So I heard that, but I didn't hear it. Yeah. So me thinking, my my thought process is, well, if I just marry her, she won't leave me. I'll have her then. So I set it up. I set the scene. You know, I go back to Washington High School. I got rose petals set out. I got candles lit. You know, I have her sister, unknown, bring her up there. I get down on one knee. And I propose, you know, I tell her we've been through so much. This is me and you. Let's get married. Let's do this. She looks me right in my face and says, no, you are not ready. You're not ready. It was like a gunshot to the chest. Yeah. Let me tell you how my God works. After she said no, guess what happened? It started to rain. Really? (laughs) Really? So... I'm walking away from Washington. I, you know, I got up off my knee and I walked away crying like a baby and it started to rain. And that was my wake up call. Like you need to fix you. Yeah. You need to have some sort of foundation before you try to tell this woman that it should be us. She saw right through it. Saw right, right through it. She saw knew. Right yeah. Through it. So did you end it? Did you go back to, to hang out at church with her? Did you get into the, into the Bible? Where, where did where did that decision for you, Dre, come to say, Lord, I can't do this on my own anymore? The story goes further. So I signed an arena football contract, and I went down to Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, played for the Tulsa Talents. Time of my life, playing ball. You know, just going back, I went back to my roots of playing ball. And she drove down to Oklahoma with our daughter and my daughters that weren't from her. Oh, my. And she was in cahoots with the coach, my D-line coach, and surprised me at practice with my kids and herself. And they stayed with me for the week, and we hung out, and we talked, and, you know, took them out to dinner and everything. It was a great time. And when it was time for them to go, I watched my family that I created get in the car and drive away. And it hit me so hard, like, that's my family leaving me. And I was like, never again. So when the season ended, I surprised her by throwing her a birthday party. And I had all her family and friends and all my people there. She had no clue. You know, I, I snuck back in town. And um, we were on the dance floor and we're dancing and everything. And she's not noticing that the dance floor is clearing out. And the spotlight comes on us. And in the background, you can hear Let's Get Married playing. Okay. And I'm talking to her about my life, my life with her, what I've been through, what I, you know, the direction I'm headed and how much I need her. I love her and I love who she is and, you know, how she's changed my life from being tough on me. And I get out on a knee and I propose to her in front of everybody. 
and she's bawling and she, you know, it was sincere this time. It was from the heart. It was from faith, taking another leap of faith at this yep. woman again. Yeah. And she said, yes. And it was magical, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and now that I'm talking about it, it still gives me goosebumps. You yeah. know, it, it was a beautiful thing. And my parents was there. Her parents was there. Her mother was there. God rest her soul. Um, it was just a beautiful thing. And everyone in their mind thought we were supposed to be together. And I thought we were supposed to be together. And she wanted us to be together. But it had to be at the right time. And it had to be the right person, the right version of me. Right. Well, and, and and look, I don't know her and, you know, you've painted just a wonderful picture of her, but can you imagine how much she has prayed for you over the years? Yes. Yes. She has been praying for me since probably, you know, probably high school, probably high school. And her grandmother is actually an ordained minister. And I've heard stories about how they prayed for me and pray for me to find my way and for me to, you know, finally get it together. And I started going to church with her to impress her. Right. And through that, it started to hit me. I started hearing what they were saying. I started hearing the word. I started hearing him. And I'm like, it's not about her. It's about him. And I had to learn how to love him to understand how I should love her. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I'm just telling you, you know, that when you're sitting in pews and, and you go there for one reason, and then over time, it starts now to, you're going there for a whole different reason. I have to tell you that I'm so impressed with Leticia that she said no to you the first time, that she, she's been praying for you for years, but she knew, man, this, if I say yes now, this is not going to work because he's not ready. And I'm going to continue. I'm ready. I'm willing to let him go and hope he comes back as a better man. And it worked. It yes. worked. Yeah. Yes. Man, I'm impressed with her. I can't wait to meet her. I'm going to meet her one day. And I'm going to hug her and I'm going to say thank you. Because I'm just, do you, and I do this a lot. Do you ever wonder where you think you would be if it wasn't for her? I thank her every day. <clears throat> I thank her every day. I thank the Lord every day for putting her in my life. And I tell people, I hit the lottery. I hit the lottery, you know, uh, I wouldn't be in a, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for her, you know, and it if it wasn't for him putting her into my life. Yeah. And there, there is, there things happen for reasons. And I told you about, you know, it, it, it's not pretty, you know, where I was prior. And, and, you know, this, uh, when I showed you a picture of Terry, you said, man, you, you married a redhead. She's a spitfire. She is. Yes. She a firecracker. She is. You know, and and growing up on Locust and Booth, where she grew up, you know, you 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 got to be tough. And um, she, man, we we married girls that that understand us and have prayed for us like crazy. And um, I thank both of them. I, I got to be honest with you. Are you guys still at the same church? No, actually, now we're at North Shore Christian Church. Okay. And our pastor is Pastor Wilbur Baker and First Lady Karen Baker. And they are amazing. Where is that church? Um, I always have to pull up the address. No, that's all right. And Wilbur Baker is good. Good guy for you. He uh, he feeds the flock. 
he is amazing. You know, there's different versions of church that you can go to where you're getting the word. You know, some people, it's old school where yep. you know, you're getting the word, but he reaches you on your level at your age. Well, And that's, that's a whole nother ballgame. Coach, you know what? And we have this conversation on Faith in the Zone a lot um, that God, God it, he comes to us, right? He meets us where we're at. Which thank God for you and thank God for me because if if not if he didn't if he wasn't willing to meet us where we're at we'd still be out in the wilderness just kind of like floating around trying to figure it out on our own and and I th- you know what man I I Wilbur Baker man I, I'm glad that you that you gave us his name and I hope that he is uh, is doing really well for you and your wife and family and and and. You know, it, it's important that when you said, look, he meets us where we're at, I think that's just really, really important. So it's it's North Shore Christian Church, and we are at 6659 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Excellent. Service starts at 10 o'clock. And <laughs> seven, okay, there it is, seven, about 70th and Mill Road. Yeah. And our Brookside Baptist Church, where I am, just so you know, we start at nine, and I'm the valet driver. So, <laughs> hey, Dre, I've got four or five girlfriends at church, eighty-five and not eighty and older. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if one is, but eighty and older, and I park their cars. Okay. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm doing at Brookside. So I'm making sure that my girlfriends are getting into service, and my, they trust me to park their car, which is amazing. My wife and I were just ordained as deacons for the church. Hey, congratulations! Thank you, man. Real quick, and then we got to get to a break. If I if I told Dre Norwood when he was a sophomore, junior in high school that he was going to be ordained at a church as a deacon. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but you would have said, man, white boy, what you talking what is about? You, what are you talking yeah, about? That's, but look at that. Your yeah, parents must be so proud. It, I, You know, my parents are amazing. What You know, how they raised me and took care of me and my older brother and my older sister. My parents are amazing. I love my parents. Today. Well, I saw pictures of them. You got remarried in Hawaii. You did your vows, and man, your dad looks so proud, and your mom looks so proud. And and uh, thank you for sharing those pictures. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. That still makes me laugh. If I said you was a sophomore <laughs> and playing linebacker for the for Washington, if this happened, this is what's going to be your future. You just said, man, you are crazy. You need to belong in a rubber room someplace. He is Dre Norwood. Assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College. This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Kellner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody, all about somebody who saved my soul. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, our special guest. You know, this is a good man, I'm just telling you. Dre Norwood, assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, also an assistant coach with Milwaukee County Chargers semi-pro football team that plays at Hart Park. Um, having fun doing that? Head coach. You're the head coach. Head coach. Oh, man. Hold on. I didn't mean to upset you. <laughs> Good for you. Um, now, you play on Saturday. This is going to air on Sunday, but you guys have a big game this week. Having fun as the head coach with the Chargers? It. I went from being a player to a assistant coach to now the head coach. I, you, you look to me like you might still – you could still play a little bit. I might be good for two quarters. Yeah, that's, <laughs> hey, that's better than me. I'll tell you, I can barely get through seventy innings on the church softball team. You might be still good for two quarters. Um, is it hard as the assistant coach or as the head coach? Excuse me. Is it hard as the head coach with the Chargers when you you used to be them and you know how hard you worked? If you don't feel like they're working hard enough for you. The first and foremost thing I instilled was respect. Now, these are grown men. Right. And I'm a grown man, so I'm going to treat you like a grown man. But understand that there's also a chain of command with coach and player. So if I'm giving out directives and orders as the coach, you are to follow as the player. Right. So there's not going to be an opportunity where you're not going to go hard for me. Hey, hey, Dre, do you – um. You know, we had Tony Dungy on this show, and all he talked about was the platform the Lord gives you. Do you understand that the Lord keeps giving you platforms now? And now as the head coach for a semi-pro football team here in this market, where you get to talk about that part of your life, as the assistant coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, they encourage you to talk about that part of your life. Um, Letitia's got a smile sometimes, like, this is exactly what I've been praying about, that this man can get on the platform, get up on the mountaintop, and talk about his faith. And not only about your faith, but your journey to get to where, you at, where you're at. Other guys have, have, have had struggles, the same struggles that you had prior. You know, and it's given me the opportunity, before each game, my pastor comes to the game and prays over the team. And you have to see the faces and the light, the fire that's lit in my players after my pastor speaks to them, it's amazing. And you can, and after the game, I have my players coming to me saying, hey, I want to come to church on Sunday with you. I like what your pastor was saying. Unbelievable. He tore me down and then built me back up in Amen. the same speech. Amen. And it was amazing. The fa- hey, the fact that, that, um, 
you, the Milwaukee County Chargers, that you're that you're comfortable enough to do that and bring your pastor in prior to the game and then after the game to be able to answer questions like that. I think it's just really encouraging to me that that you know what you you are in charge of this group of men and to be able to to have those conversations with them. The other thing, coach, is you know you guys pray together. And then you go out and play a very violent sport, extremely right? Extremely violent. It's yes. extremely violent. <laughs> and we've had guys on this show that say, look, we don't, you know, as Christians, I don't know if you should be wanting to win. And I'm like, no, you look, the best way to get that other team to understand that we, you want to come pray with us is to beat them. If you lay over and let them lay down and let them beat you 48 nothing, they're not going to want to pray with you. But you go out and compete really hard. And, and do it fairly within the rules, they might come. And, you know, the beauty of it is, um, now let's get it right. Semi-pro football is volunteer football. You're not being paid to play. For some teams, you're paying to play. Do they know that you get paid $1.2 million to be the head coach of that no, team? No, I can't let everybody you know can't that. Let, <laughs> <laughs> can I borrow 20 from? We're not supposed to lie on faith in the zone. He does not get paid $1.2 million to coach that. But if you come to a game – any semi-pro game, after the game, both the teams meet on the 50-yard line and pray. There hasn't been a semi-pro game in the 15 years I've been around it yeah. that our Lord's Prayer hasn't been involved in. Amen. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah. And you guys play at Hart Park. The Milwaukee County Chargers is who the, he's the head coach of this semi-pro team. And then once the season's over, right? Well, you're already working up at Wisconsin as a college. Yeah, yeah. I know that because, man, head coach there has been faith in his own guy, by the way. It's faith football 360. There's, it's nonstop. And what would you be doing if you didn't have football, you think? Uh, running a post office, uh, still trying to be the greatest dad, greatest husband. I can try to be every day. Yeah. But football means a lot. I love it. it. I yeah. love I love football. Fo- what about it, by the way, do you think? It's, it's-, it's inflicting – your will on another man, on another opponent. It's understanding the X's and O's and the scheming and and understanding that I've watched film on this guy for, for a whole week and I know that he leans to the left if I go straight for him or he's gonna, you know, take a hitch in his step if I if I go left right on him and now I know how to beat him. And it's when do I use that move on him and underst- it, it's the satisfaction of putting in all the work leading up to it. And whether you win or lose, you walk away like I did everything possible and I feel good about it. So in football, you've given a lot back, but it was really good to you. You were all state, all district, three-time all-conference selection, uh, played in the Shrine uh, Bowl in 1998, and played for Coach Breswitz at UW-Whitewater for a couple of My years. My quarterback in the Shrine Bowl was Tony Romo. Come on now. From yes. Burlington, yeah. Tony Romo. And that kid was probably 5'10", 5'11", 170 pounds soaking wet. 160 pounds yeah. soaking wet. But outstanding athlete. Your little swagger to him back then, oh, too, man. didn't he? Yeah, he, huh? was, he wasn't your typical kid from out in the boonies. Yeah. yeah. He, um... Yeah, I, I I remember all of that. I I'll tell you what you um. So then you went to UW Whitewater and then decided to join the service. Yes, uh, well, it was already a plan of mine to be in the go to the service. I was um, ROTC all four years in high school. Marine Corps was going to be a part of my life. It was when was going to be a part of my life. 
I got to Whitewater and realized I like freedom and I like girls and didn't really study like I should have. Didn't take the opportunity like I should have. And I was a hybrid player before they started talking about hybrid players. I was 6'3". I was 215. I could run a 4340. And Coach Brezowitz didn't know where to put me because it was just talent. Right. But, You're an athlete. Right. But I knew where I put myself on academic probation because I wasn't going to class. So it was then I decided, okay, I need to get some structure, some order. And I know I had a plan to do this. So why not do it now? Yeah. So myself and three of my buddies went to the core. And well, thank you for your service. How hard was that? I have a very tough father. So a <laughs> drilling, I, you know, I always looked at the drill instructor like, you'll never yell at me. You'll never be more stern than my own dad. And as long as you go into the service knowing who you are, where you come from, and understand the values that your parents put into you, right. it's not much they can tear down from you. It's the ones that don't have that kind of foundation that they really lean into and try to tear down to build back up. Hey, and look, as a coach, and 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 you've been around, you coached uh, high school for a long time. Have you, and, and I came up with that I really, really believe this, that when you have somebody in a single um, parent household, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's their mom, sometimes when you yell at them, they, they've learned how to deal with their emotions, like their mom. Mm-hmm. So they pout and they don't talk to you for three days. If I coached you who's got a tough dad and a mom that's in your life and tough and sarcastic, as you you, you said, um, if I yelled at you, you might be mad at me, but you might play harder because you want to show me. I learned how to process it better. Learned how to process yeah. it better. So for me as a coach, and I deal with a lot of single-parent households, these mothers are amazing. Yeah, amazing. These mothers are some of the toughest, smartest, strongest women you'll ever meet. And they are raising this young man on their own. And when I get them, I let them know we're in this together. Yeah. You know, it's it's about the X's and O's and playing football and everything, but it's also about developing a young man that's going to be something for this society. Hey, last question. We got to get to a break. You, look, you loved coaching high school ball, but man, I see it when we talk about you coaching at the college level. This is this is where you belong, right? It is. You love it. I love every bit of it from day one of handing out equipment to the last day where we're getting equipment back. Every day is an experience. Every day it is something that's going to open your eye. The kids you meet, the walks of life they come from, it's amazing. And it, it's, it's fuel, and you want to keep it burning. Hey, and you know, we had this, we, we discussed this for a little bit. You still get a little jittery before games, and, and, and we should because that means it means something to us, right? Game day gets my blood boiling. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, both, both semi-pro football and college football, there's going to be a day that when he's coaching the county chargers, that Milwaukee County chargers, they need somebody. He's going to throw that uniform back on, and I would not be – I wouldn't want to be the running back the first guy he hits. I just wouldn't. He is Dre Norwood, uh, assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College, head football coach for the Milwaukee County Chargers. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm going to ask him all the uniforms he's ever put on. Put him in a closet. Which one does he pick out and why? This is Faith in the Zone. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. 
Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Because I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Oh, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern. I'm, just, I'm so happy, I guess, Dre, that we don't record what happens between between <laughs> segments here during the break. Holy cow. He is Dre Norwood. You know what? More than being Dre Norwood, the assistant coach at Wisconsin Lutheran, and being the head coach for the Milwaukee County Chargers, he is the husband of Letitia. And I look forward, and the father of these five kids, and he's not running from that. He is, uh, he is who he is. Works for the United States Postal Service, and I just... Uh, the fact that his wife has prayed for him for years and my wife prayed for me for years, we we definitely are twins that way. Hey, Dre, last uh, segment, all the uniforms you ever put on your entire life, we put them in the closet, and you get to pick one game jersey out. What, what uh, jersey is it, and who do you play for and play against? Very easy question to answer. It would be my senior year jersey at Washington High School, number seven, and we'd be playing against Bradley Tech. Head coach Greg Lehman. Um, my friends that are still my friends to this day would be there playing with me. And then I've got friends from Tech that would still be playing. You know, Michael Porter was the middle linebacker for Tech. This kid had to be the toughest middle. He was Ray Lewis before we knew who Ray Lewis okay. was. And, you know, five, I, I'll give him 5'10, but he's probably 5'9, five, 5'8, five, but he'll hit you. Fire pluck. Yeah, he will hit you. And I, I tell you, you know, some of the greatest games that I had was against Tech. And Wait, that was our rival. Where would you play? At, at Historic South Division? It would have to be at South Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to yeah, be. You South know, Stadium. Historic South Stadium. Very much so. Yeah, and it's beautiful now. Yes. They, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. But what high school sports is missing are these rivalries, that school spirit, you know? Yep. No doubt. And back then, you had pep rallies for those games. How did you guys do your senior year against Tech? We won one and we lost one. So, we, man, let's get the third one in. Yeah, right? you know that good, that good that good that good tiebreaker. You know, here? <laughs> who is the champ? Um, I love the fact that you remember the number and you know exactly who you're playing, where you're playing. Funny story. My f- freshman year, I'm playing varsity. Okay. Front page of the sports section for the journal, not the si- journal signal, the journal. Right, I know. Me making a tackle on a tech player. You still got it? Of course. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. You know what, Dre? I would be mad at you if you didn't. Hey, Dre, I can't thank you enough. And again, Andy Riggs from Kiss, um, 103.7 Kiss FM, the morning show with uh, Riggs and Alley. I can't thank Riggs enough for introducing you and I. And, and, and Dre, we, we find out we live a mile apart. Right. We're, so <laughs> you go on vacation, you need me to come cut your grass. Just call me. And, uh, isn't that, isn't that, isn't that the most relaxing thing ever? Just yeah. to cut your grass. Just, yeah, just, yeah. just cut your grass. Yep. Just cut the grass. And it's, you know, it's our grass. So let, let me cut it. <laughs> but it's so nice to meet you. I look forward to meeting Letitia. And, and I can tell you this, that the first time I meet her, I'm a hugger and say thank you. Because she is a hugger. <laughs> and I'll hug her, and I'm going to whisper thank you, because if it was not for her, Dre, I'm not quite sure where you would be. But now, head football coach, Milwaukee County Chargers, works for the post office, 
the assistant football coach at Wisconsin Lutheran College. He has given back. He's got a servant leadership heart, giving back to our uh, our community. It's nice to see you. It, is, it was the pleasure. It was all mine. Keep up the good work. I appreciate Keep that. Keep it up. Thank you so much. You bet. Again, Dre Norwood is our guest. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip on a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm just a nobody, trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.